Would you like to become a fascinating personality, break free from plateaus, and gain power over your mental resources and your full potential? You came to the right place. Welcome to a magical journey to yourself. This show is made in Germany. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or PureMindMagic.club. Welcome to Season 1, Shaping Your Reality. And here is your host, international magician, speaker, and book author, Victoria Mavis. and December 1st. As promised, the special podcast advent calendar just for you. Starting today with my amazing guest, Lana Schlaffer or Schlaffer. She is a life mastery expert and really an expert when it comes to the law of attraction and manifesting. And I just thought that this is the perfect topic for December because Christmas is coming up and I guess everyone has some Christmas wishes. So how do you manifest them best? What are the best strategies to do that and also to get rid of any blocks that may be still in your life, keeping you away from the life you really desire and from your dreams come true. So I hope you will find a lot of wisdom in this episode and this interview. Also, you know, I promised that there will be a little Christmas gift tip in every episode for the next 24 days. And for today, of course, I have to start with my own, the podcast listening journal. It is brand new and you can get it from Amazon. I'll leave a link in the show notes below this episode. And this journal is just created for all podcast lovers out there. And I think it's perfect for this time of the year to note everything down that you learn from podcasts and start 2019 with a very clear mind. So this journal will help you with that. It's really easy to use. You can Write down all your brilliant ideas and also anything you would like to check out that you heard on a podcast so you can exactly track where you heard what and what you might recommend to your friends. So the podcast listening journal from me, JSR, my real name in the show notes. Also, I thought maybe you would like to get a little gift for yourself. You can also grab a completely free audiobook and listen to that maybe while you're driving to work, what I always do when I drive to the next magic show to get me inspired and get in a good mood, good frequency. And there is an audiobook platform that I found and you can test that for 30 days completely for free. And with that, you get your own audiobook and you can choose whatever book you like. So there's also an episode, no, there's also a link below this episode. That is what I was trying to say. So you can just click and grab everything. 
And now, as promised, we start with this interview today about the law of attraction and manifesting. Here is Lana Schlaffer for you. Lean back and enjoy the show. Hi, Lana. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? Very good. Happy to have you in this interview. Where are you at the moment? I am in Long Beach, California, which is right next to Los Angeles. Ah. Very sunny, beautiful city. <laughs> yes, it's a really nice place. I have been there a couple of days and a couple of times, I mean. And in this beautiful place, Lana, before we dive deep in today's interview about law of attraction and manifesting and solving blocks and changing your mindset, can you share something unique about you? There are too many things to list. Uh, well, uh, you might hear a slight accent because I was born in Siberia, Russia, and I came to the U.S. when I was 12. And one other fun fact is that I used to dance salsa dancing professionally in college. Hmm, that is nice. That is something really special, I would say. And To our listeners who don't know you yet, can you describe a little bit your backstory and what you are doing at the moment? Yeah, so uh, you can read in much more detail on my website, but as a short summary, I uh, came as an immigrant with my parents and um, worked really hard to make it here, you know, to achieve this American dream, to get a good education, get a great job and feel wealthy and successful. And um, I went to an amazing university, UC Berkeley. I had five job offers out of college. I ended up working for Citigroup, one of the biggest investment banks. And a few years into it, I was more depressed and unhappy than I've ever been. And it was Uh, everything I had worked toward <laughs> for years. And it was this huge disillusionment. And I had what I would call a quarter life crisis, where I just didn't know where else to go, what else to do. I couldn't find uh, a path that seemed appealing. And I really contemplated just exiting out of this life. And at that point, I decided, you know, if I'm really this unhappy, let's just see what else is out there in this life. And so I quit my job. I moved from San Francisco to L.A. I um, started I had already been practicing yoga, but I had started really getting into yoga. I got this job working as a success coach with university students for um, this amazing company that was really passionate about um helping young people, most of the people that we worked with were traditional students, um, really step into their goals and visions and desires. So I got a taste for life coaching there. And then I ended up becoming a yoga teacher and doing personal training. And through all of this, I realized, hey, there's so many paths that you can have in life. And um, I felt more and more drawn to the mindset and understanding that all of my pain really came from my mindset, from what was happening in my mind so much more than the circumstances that I was living. And so I went to graduate school in transpersonal psychology and experienced really amazing transformation myself. And eventually, um, got I, while I was in grad school, got engaged um, and got pregnant with twins. 
And that's when I feel like really all of the spiritual and mindset work that I had been doing, I had to put it into practice. And um, I knew I wanted to give birth to my kids naturally in the United States with twins. You are very rarely given the option to birth vaginally. I would have to have a C-section. Um, and so we ended up manifesting like a miracle, a huge, extraordinary, amazing miracle where we manifested a midwife. My twins were born over six days and were born 33 hours apart. They have different birthdays. And... Through this experience, I really stepped into some new level of clarity and empowerment. And we were published and interviewed many times about this experience. And so slowly I started teaching everything that I had learned through all of these experiences and developed my own sort of uh, spiritual coaching, law of attraction coaching, life mastery um, teaching where I really help people experience shifts instead of just talk about them. I'm big into experiencing. So my business has evolved over the years and, um, I have, you know, YouTube videos and a blog and I do a lot of live videos and I basically share the message that you are in charge of your life. Maybe you didn't know it. Maybe you were creating life unconsciously, but once you start to recognize that you have a lot of choice in how you direct your life and that you can actually create anything you want. It gets really fun. Hmm. That's what I support people in. Okay. Yeah, that is a really amazing story, I would say, Lana. And it sounds like you went through everything yourself. So everything you are teaching, you experienced yourself and went through that. And you already mentioned the mindset work. So From your experience, what would you say are the best tips to change the mindset or improve the mindset to get really results and changes in your life? I think there are a few principles that most people are not willing to acknowledge that place them in a um, place of disempowerment instead of empowerment. And the first one would be that you recognize for example, that you are more than just your flesh and bones, that there is actually a witness or soul or spirit or something that is not visible, that is a part of you. And, uh, you know, until I think you recognize that there's more to this life than meets the eye, you really are just going to be in that cycle of suffering, like the Buddhists call it. You're, you're, you have no way out because you're constantly just reacting to life and feeling powerless. Once you recognize that there is something that is a part of me, that is maybe a part of uh, everything of this world that is invisible, but uh, a consciousness or uh, uh, an energy, you know, there's so many words for the same thing um, that, that, that can be utilized in some way. Um, until you acknowledge that, I feel like you have nowhere to go. You're just going to go from one problem to another and ping pong in your life until you die. It's a pretty depressing existence. <laughs> <laughs> um, once you recognize that, hey, there is something more to me and there is something more to life, I feel like that's the first and most necessary step is to get curious. 
Um, and then you will notice uh, books falling into your lap, uh, you know, finding podcasts and YouTube videos and information out there about this. And then you can start to recognize that, hey, whatever this is that is invisible, um, I can work with it. I can work with my soul, my spirit, uh, my mind, um, and that the physical reality actually reflects what happens in this vibrational reality. Then you start to have a lot of options and a lot of fun that you can have by doing various experiments. I mean, Pam Grout's books are amazing, uh, E Squared, and she has some other books where she does a bunch of experiments that you get to test the power of your mind, you know, and uh, uh, you can read quantum physics and start to understand uh, a lot of the mechanisms. It just depends on how you want to approach it. But you basically start to discover that you are far more powerful than you realized. And that by changing your thoughts, by changing your perception, by expanding what you believe is possible for you in your mind, you will impact your physical body, your physical environment, your physical relationships, your physical bank account, your, you know, everything in your life. And so I'm not big into saying a bunch of uh, words. I'm really big in encouraging people to go and start somewhere and try things out for themselves. Don't listen to what worked for me or for someone else. Go and try it on your own skin. That is the best teacher. Yes, that is so good advice. And I love your energy about it and how you put it. That makes so much sense. So Lana, can you again say the exact titles of the books you mentioned that help you to get examples how powerful the mind is? I mean, there are so many books um, and hopefully mine which I'm working on will be one of them. <laughs> sure, I'm sure. Uh, but, so Pam Grout is, uh, she has a book called E-Squared. That's the first one. Then she has some other books that you could look up that does experiments for specific mindset practices. I'm a huge fan of Abraham Hicks um, and their teachings of law of attraction. I've been to so many workshops and cruises and been in the hot seat many times. So if you're wanting to read um, Esther and Jerry Hicks, books that those are the authors or look up abraham hicks videos on youtube or their website you can do that as well um i mean there's so many people that have said the same thing in so many ways you could read wayne dyer who broke down a lot of different practical and mindset and metaphysical ideas into really easy to understand um language uh, and approaches You have The Alchemist by Pablo Coelho, which is one of my favorite books of all time, which has nothing to do with a mindset per se. It really is a story that is such a perfect example of someone who's come to the same truth that I've come to, but as a fictional character. Um, I mean, I could go on and on. I, I have lots of examples of, of it. But I, again, it doesn't matter who I mention. What I'm saying is, Sit down right now and ask yourself or the universe or your soul or whatever you want to talk to, consciousness, and say, I'm ready to learn more about the power of my mind and see what happens next. 
you will be amazed at how Facebook posts will jump out at you and, and somebody will recommend something and you will see something somewhere and one thing will lead to another and you will find the perfect books and resources for you. Wow, that is sounds like a magic trick. I never heard this advice before, but this is a really cool idea to get things moving, I think. And Lana, you mentioned before in your story that you manifested like a miracle to give birth to your twins in the United States. What could you tell us about manifesting? I mean, manifesting to me is simply living because everything that you are living is a manifestation. The fact that you... Victoria have the equipment, you have the microphone, you have the computer, you have the house you have, the people around you that you have, your physical body, everything is a manifestation. So when I, so it's funny to me when you say talk about manifesting, I'm like, well, what, what do you, what, what do you want to talk about? I mean, it'd be like saying, talk about life. <laughs> uh, so if you start to recognize that everything that you are living has been co-created by you, and I use the term co-created because people who don't really understand manifesting very deeply um, seem to think that they, they can just imagine what something would look like. And manifesting is having it come to life in the exact way that they had imagined it in their mind. And they are very disappointed when it doesn't show up in the way they expect it or it shows up in a different way. And the truth is what you are manifesting is your collection of beliefs and ideas. And so you can say, I am abundant. I am abundant until you're blue in the face. But if you believe that um, rich people are terrible, that money doesn't grow on trees, that you have to work really hard for every penny you have, that whatever you grew up with, if those beliefs are very active, if your um, vibrational point of attraction is basically saying money is hard, money is bad, um, and money is not accessible to me, then you're, you're not going to be able to, quote unquote, manifest money or abundance. You're going to have to work with some really deep beliefs around your personal worthiness, empowerment, And the idea of being able to have what you want and have it come to you effortlessly. Again, it goes back to, you know, how powerful do you believe you are in your life? I know that I create everything in my life. So I create my amazing birth experiences and I create the fights I have with my husband. And I create um, the, you know, for example, I just recently paid off my um, debt for my graduate school. And so I've had, you know, I, I went to grad school, I took out a bunch of loans, and it's been um, 10 years now that I've been slowly repaying them. And at first, I had this relationship with debt that was like, it's bad to have debt, right? And then I really started embracing the fact that most people in the world have no access to credit. Uh, my family in Russia, my cousins, for example, couldn't even go to grad school if they wanted to because they can't go and take out loans. That banking system isn't there. I also realized that this was a huge energetic yes that I said to my life, to my future self, 
when I took out those loans. And I've come to appreciate them so much that it was really like I stretched them out almost. And I was so grateful for those. And when I finished paying them, I felt like great, but it wasn't this great freedom that I thought I would feel because there was nothing wrong with that creation in the first place. So I manifest all the great things in my life and I manifest all of the challenges in my life because they are there to bring gifts to me. And this debt brought me one of the most powerful gifts that I've experienced is to recognize that everything is an opportunity. Hmm, that is really an awesome perspective on that. I think also something I have never heard someone else saying before. So I think this is really, yeah, a good approach, a good perspective on death as, as uh, in general. So let's take this also from the other perspective because Lana, you love doing live videos and this is how I actually found you on YouTube. And when I remember correctly, there was a really high energy video as you are as a person about manifesting money because I think a lot of people are dealing with this issues or it's always nice to have some extra cash for living your dreams, going on a dream holiday or whatever. And as I remember, there was a video where you manifested kind of a big amount in a very small amount of time. So maybe you can give some tips on how to do the opposite and manifest money into your life. You know, it's funny because my most popular videos on YouTube, um, most of them, I think four out of my five videos that have like, you know, a hundred thousand views or more are about money. And I have to kind of chuckle at that because the less I care about money and the less I want it, the more it comes to me. And it's so ironic that I grew up so poor. I mean, so poor. And when we came here, my parents were on government assistance and we lived in these tiny apartments. And I vowed to myself that I will be successful and I will create all this money. And, you know, the, the, the irony of uh, the, the so let me start somewhere else. Let me start that money is simply energy. Money is energy and it is simply a representation of your worth. So when you learn to feel worthy and feel deserving and feel capable, whether you have five million in your account or five cents, you are free. And I'm more interested in helping people become free than helping people become rich. But most people in our society don't believe that they can be free And they certainly don't believe that they can be free without having money. And so they go out there and they seek money and they want money, but they really don't feel deserving or worthy. And so it's the catch 22, the chicken or the egg. They don't feel deserving. They don't feel worthy. So they want it, want it, want it, but they can't get to it because they're actively pushing it away. So it's like the more that you want it, the harder you're pushing it away in many ways. And maybe a better example of this would be like with love, right? Because I think money and love are the two biggest factors, maybe health as well, that people want that a lot of times if they don't have, they feel a lot of pain. So I think most people at this point realize that how in the world can you receive somebody else's love and can you actually 
love somebody else if you don't love yourself, right? If you believe you are bad, you are unworthy, you are undeserving, then how would you be able to even get a whiff of real love? If somebody came to you and they loved you unconditionally, that would only trigger your unworthiness more. That would only trigger your own pain more. So, so many people in our society want money, but they don't actually feel deserving. And what do I mean by feel deserving? Because I feel like this is really what I'm interested in, in sharing more and more um, in my, my current um, life is that we have grown up with this illusion that you need to do certain things in order to survive and be a full functioning human being and be successful. So most people from a young age in our society are taught that you have to go to school. You have to get good grades. You have to please your parents. If you don't please your parents, they're not going to love you. If you don't clean your room, you are not going to get the same love and attention. If you don't do well in school, if you don't do this test, if you don't go to college, if you don't, we, we basically are indoctrinated into the system that tells you who you need to be and what you need to do in order to quote unquote, be successful or be happy. Right. Do you, do you agree that that's kind of a reality for most people? Yes, it is. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. And really there's nothing wrong with it to be totally honest, because it's a great foundation to break free from. And uh, I feel like when you start to have these awakenings that I talk about, when you realize, well, why am I doing this? Like, I, I really can't please my parents no matter what I do. Like, they are going to live their life and they have their own happiness and they can't um, make me happy and I can't make them happy that I really need to live life on my own terms. And so most people start to be like, well, what are my own terms? They don't know, you know? And so it starts with what, what would I do if I didn't have to earn a living? Who would I be? What are my interests? I mean, most people have never even asked themselves these questions. Ever since they were kids, they basically were taught out of listening to their own divine intuition and wisdom and they were substituting their own connection to whatever you want to call it consciousness divine wisdom they were having to follow other people's suggestions and advice and decisions and um you know goals and so it, when you start with what do i actually want you know, and a lot of people who are probably listening to this podcast have started this process or they wouldn't even listen. So I might say, you know what, what I want is to travel and I want to meet people and I want to do this and I'm passionate about cooking and I want to share this and I love art and I want to paint and I want to do So a lot of people in today's world are starting to really awaken, but then right away they're like, but I can't do that because I don't have the money. I don't have the freedom. I don't have the support. Right. And so my suggestion in short for how you can get not just money, which is such a paltry goal, but how you can feel really fulfilled and free and abundant and worthy is to simultaneously pursue 
this curiosity and this inspiration and this um, expansion in your life and to really um, give yourself permission to be creative and to feel good, which for a lot of people is already a big goal. Just to allow yourself to do the things that you know make you feel good is a big permission slip. And simultaneously then, um, do some mindset work. And what I mean by mindset work is to, for example, um, do some work around your beliefs and money. So in my Master Life Academy, we have two separate courses. We have a Master Abundance course and we have a Master Money course. And they're very different because the abundance is the one that works on those layers of worthiness and the beliefs that you grew up around, um, whether you're worthy and deserving of money and um, whether uh, it's even possible to be rich for someone like you. Um, and then the money course approaches it from a much lighter a much more playful perspective where you get to, for example, keep track of all of the gifts and freebies and discounts and money that you take in and you get to celebrate each one. So we have a group and we post all the celebrations and this energy of celebration starts to pave ways that you can receive more and it's easier. We also start to share money more freely. We will um, have one of the practices where you like send some money to your friends. It could be a dollar. It could be $5. You could buy gifts. You could basically be in this playful circulation of money so that you get more comfortable receiving money, like for no reason, just somebody sending you money just because, and giving it. So you're in this flow, which is money is energy, and it's going to feel very stagnant if you are not circulating in some way. There are lots of people who are very rich and they're stockpiling money, but they don't feel wealthy and they don't feel free. And there are lots of people who, who don't have enough money. They have nothing to stockpile. So they are too afraid to spend because they are not receiving. So the best place to be in that circulation. So my recommendation is to both focus on direct money mindset work, which you know, you can focus on having money. You can do uh, money meditations. I have my money tree meditation in in uh, some of my courses. You know, you could do the direct money work. But like I said, I feel like that's really secondary to you recognizing that the money and the support that you're looking for will come when you are waking up in the morning and you are so excited about whatever it is that you're going to be doing that day. You know, Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote the book Big Magic, and she also wrote the book Eat, Pray, Love, um, in Big Magic, she describes it as it's like a passionate love affair. It's like a lover that you can't wait to get to. And we all have something that we can be passionate about, whether that's some sort of music, some sort of art, some sort of dance. Some people are just passionate about creating it, like innovation, you know, whether that's in a business setting or technology setting. Some people are passionate about being with other human beings and, you know, volunteering somewhere or whatever. There's so many ways that you will, you will be amazed in the ways that you can monetize your passion, but it won't feel like work. It will feel like play. And that's the key. That is so fantastic, Lana. And I think you are so right. So money is this energy and 
it's almost always not about the money, but it's actually about the freedom that people are after. So they try to buy the freedom with money. And it's also that money comes from ideas. So we have the creative part in here as well, because it's not that you have money and then you get the ideas. It's always the other way around. And not long ago, I read that creative thinking is the highest paid ability in the world because it brings everything about. So really helpful what you shared there with us. And you mentioned also before, and this is pretty well known when you are only in the reactive mode and reacting to everything in your life and staying in this kind of survival, there is no more energy left to really create a new future, a new reality or whatever you really desire. And I think one good way to break through this cycle and this catch 22 is by meditating. And you mentioned pre-interview that you do have a four-minute ease meditation that sets everything back directly, so clears the mindset. Can you tell us something about that? Yeah, so let me start off with in general about meditation, because I am not someone who believes that meditation in the traditional sense is for everyone. I believe that there are many paths to the same goal. And I've met many incredibly enlightened, self-realized people who never sit there and watch their breath or listen to meditation recordings. They have found another way of what I call centering or grounding or connecting with their spirit, their inner being, their creative muse. Again, there's so many words with the universe. Um, so the goal is not to meditate. The goal is to feel in alignment. And there are many, many, many ways to it. For most people, they are so not used to having any deliberate charge of their mind that if I tell you to, um, you know, be able to um, shift your focus, like let's say I'm working with a client and they have this very, very uh, powerful story around, you know, their parent, uh, you know, leaving their life early. And so they are not worthy of love right? Or they are very alone because this parent left them. And so until they have the ability to pause that thought for even a moment and shift their focus, I really can't do any work with them. And so what meditation does very well, and I'll talk about main forms of meditation because watching your breath is not the only form. Um, it helps you train your concentration. It helps you be able to actually shift focus from one thought to another thought. And that is one of the greatest tools that we could have as humans. And frankly, as far as I know, only humans have it. Our capacity to choose our thoughts and therefore choose our emotions and therefore choose our perspective. As far as I know, animals and plants don't have that. We have this capacity for imagination, focus, and the ability to shift our perspective. And that is something that is so underused and underdeveloped. So as far as meditation, you obviously have some of the more traditional types where you simply observe your breath or you scan your body. Um, and uh, you also have mantra meditation that you have in a lot of the Eastern tradition where you repeat a certain um, saying uh, or chant 
Um, and then you have the self-guided type of meditation where you can take yourself on a vision. You could imagine your ideal day or go to the beach, go to your happy place. And then you have the um, guided meditations where somebody else guides you through something, right? So that already opens up for most people so many ways that they could explore um, shifting their focus. Because for somebody who has a lot of trauma, for example, um, physical trauma, sexual trauma, um, it is counterindicated for them to sit there and watch their breath, for example, because placing them in their body could trigger a lot of past trauma. So for them, I would say it would be much safer to start off with a guided meditation, like my ease meditation. It's only four minutes. I guide you. I'm talking pretty much the whole time, you know, so it is highly guided. And I help you um, to almost float up out of your current day and look at your life as a whole and go to a place of you are bigger than any problem. This too shall pass. And in general, focus more on appreciation and gratitude right? So this meditation helps you move out of stress and out of pain and into ease. I have lots of other meditations. Lots of other people have lots of other meditations. Um, and I personally love them and enjoy them. And that's very effective for me. But for other people, besides traditional meditation, they could, for example, go into nature. Like some people uh, very powerfully connect with nature or with animals. They will go bird watching. My husband is a surfer. He experiences a lot of what I experience through meditation by going into the ocean and paddling out and catching waves and seeing dolphins and, um, you know, seeing seals and being one with nature. He able, is able to open up to a broader perspective that is beyond his current problems and his current whatever is happening in his life. And a lot of times he'll come back from meditation. He'll not only feel refreshed and recharged, almost like he got plugged in to a, an energy that was um, previously not as flowing, right? Plugged into source, as I call it. Um, but ideas will flow. All of a sudden, you know, he might have not known what to do about this particular situation or that, and he'll have a lot of clarity. Some of our best conversations and breakthroughs happen after he's gone surfing, and I've taken the time to realign in my own way. Um, so besides that, there's lots of, I call it creative expression uh, visioning. So you could do some sort of art or movement. Um, you know, for me, dance a lot of times, like, if I really can't shake my mind out of something, I will choose a song that feels so good to me, and I will just move my body freestyle. And something happens in that process that I forgot about who I used to be two minutes ago before I started playing the song and the problems that I had. Because I always like to say the, the same mind that created the problem cannot find the solution to the problem. You have to step into the solution mind. And I mean, I could talk about that endlessly. But in short, I am a big proponent in finding relief being able to take breaks from your patterns of thought that are not serving you and slowly but surely starting to explore new thoughts. Uh, my biggest suggestion for anyone listening would be see if you can think at least one new thought a day and you'll become really quickly aware that most of the thoughts you're thinking you've thought about many, many times before. You've just been regurgitating thoughts over and over and over. And I wonder you keep living the same thing over and over and over. What if you were to think of one new thought and how exciting it is to be like, I've never thought that before. 
wow, this is a new possibility. Expand your mind and you will be amazed at the shift that will happen in your tangible life. Hmm, that is fantastic. That is like with magic, really expand the mind. I like that. And it was so great how you explained the whole meditation world and how to start and that there are different forms of doing it and start slowly and get this clarity and being able to shift your mind from one thought to another. So I think that was so helpful, Lana. And I wanted to ask you something else, because you mentioned that you love being creative. What would you say, why are you so passionate about being a creator and really create things? Is it in form of content or really in form of art? What is the biggest part to it? I think we are all creative. I think that's the only reason that we've incarnated as human beings at this time. If you don't create anything, you're dead. I feel like it's life. And whether that's creating um, humans <laughs> <you know? laughs> or, or creating some sort of innovation or art, um, that is literally to me the definition of life, of being alive. And there are many people that, um, I've come across that were almost dead. They were walking around, they were functioning as humans, you know, they were eating and they were going to work, but they were not really alive. And um, creativity, again, uh, I, I don't really love labels. So it's very broad to me. Um, and uh, like my grandfather, uh, who became an orphan with his twin brother during World War II, um, lived a life where he just had to survive. But it was amazing to me how creative he was. And one of his favorite ways to be creative is he had like a million jokes. And everywhere we went, he would make people laugh at the grocery store. Like it made his day to make the grocery checkout person laugh. You know, everywhere we went, he would flirt with everyone, men, women, children. Like he was just playful and it gave meaning to his life. I felt like this was his form of creativity and he never got paid a dime for it. But he lived a really meaningful life. And in many ways, I feel like he's been one of my biggest teachers and he didn't actually teach me anything. He just taught me that life is for the living and not for existing. And he, out of all the people that I know, had so many hardships that if he could do it, all of us in the first world problems can do it. You know what I mean? Yes, that is really an inspirational story. And I think a great role model you had there from your grandfather. So you teach us so many, you taught us so many things today, all about the manifesting law of attraction and to keep your mind focused or get your mind clear. And you mentioned that there would be also a PDF for the listeners about life mastery. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, you know, I jokingly say life mastery because clearly life is ever evolving. And can you really master something that is always expanding and growing? But I do feel like most people focus on manifesting more than they focus on mastery. And mastery to me is what we just talked about, is that feeling of fulfillment and freedom and 
glorious joy and gratitude that is far uh, better and more rewarding than any specific manifestation. Though, as a side effect to feeling masterful in your life, you can't help but attract amazing manifestations. I just feel like it's uh, the uh, mastery that creates manifestations. So I created a Master Your Life with One Degree Shifts playbook, and it's a five-step process for those that like that kind of process. And I take you through, and you fill out this um little ebook, this PDF, and you get to assess your desires and do these exercises. So for those that like a more uh, written form of learning, um, they'll love this PDF. And we'll make sure to, to have links so that you guys can download it and access it. And then you'll be on my email list as well. And um, I uh, don't email regularly. I email when I feel inspired, <laughs> <laughs> which is usually every few weeks. Um, and um, I just tend to share in my emails my personal journey, uh, more lessons, more practical applications of this. Uh, and you can certainly learn more about me on my website and my YouTube channel and social media as well. Yes, it was what I was asking about. So for the listeners, we heard that you do also have some online courses on your website, but what would be the best way to connect with you and find really about more, more about your work? So can you tell us the exact website? Yes. Yeah, so my website is just my name, www.lanaschlafer.com. And once you're on my website, you could also connect with my social media. Um, most people love following me on social media because I'm highly unpredictable and playful and <laughs> put dance parties up and share lots of crazy stuff. <laughs> um, and like we already mentioned, you found me through YouTube. So you can go through, I don't know how many videos I have, over 100 now, maybe more. Wow. Um, so, uh, and I uh, love Uh, adding more videos that are, like I said, more practical applications uh, that you could use in your life. So there's lots of ways you could go on my blog. There's some written blogs and some video blogs. So pick your pick your uh, favorite platform and go there. But yeah, it, under all platforms, it's just Lana Schlafer. So you can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on my website. Very cool, Lana. I think it sounds like choose your own adventure with you, right? Exactly. I, I just feel like too many of the current gurus and teachers say, this is what worked for me, so you should do this too. And I'm like, no, um, don't, don't do what I do. Uh, do what will feel best to you, which is exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> I would say some really fantastic final words for this great inspirational interview on the Pure Mind Magic podcast. Lana, thank you so much for being on the show. Let's stay in contact and maybe I can bring you back to another episode to share even more of your wisdom. Absolutely. If you guys are listening to this episode and something resonates, you know, tag me if you um, post about it on social media or share this episode. You know, if you love something here, I always like to wrap up uh, podcast episodes by saying that, you know, Victoria is doing this uh, so that we can have this conversation and enjoy time together. 
but also because she wants to hear from you. So do reach out to Victoria and myself and tag us in um, the things that you share so that we could also receive um, the joy that you might have received from this podcast. Yeah, I really appreciate that. So let's see what the future holds for us and what magical things are happening in the near future. That's right. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Perfect. Thought so. Lana, then have a magical day in Long Beach and uh, talk to you soon. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening today to December's first episode at Pure Mind Magic. Because it's the Christmas time, I would be so happy if you can share the Pure Mind Magic podcast with your friend. Just send them a link and recommend the podcast. That helps me spread the magic a little more in this very magical time of the year. And you remember, in the show notes, you will find the link to grab your free audiobook. And also, if you like my cool podcast listening journal that you can get as hard copy delivered to your home. Maybe you're curious what's coming up tomorrow for December 2nd. And there is also a guest that is very special. He is from Europe and I learned a lot from this interview with him because it's about how to master the mindset. So very good for my podcast. And he has even developed a special free subliminal software where you can create your own subliminal messages, even better than downloading anything on YouTube where you don't know exactly what really is the subliminal message and you can't grab it with your conscious mind. So this gentleman is really interesting and we will talk about the total lifestyle redesign, how you change your beliefs and also what I really like how you do a self-identity upgrade. So you won't miss this episode. It really gets you started for an amazing December and probably an even more amazing new year. So tune in tomorrow for December 2nd and my interview with Ivan Eternik. Until tomorrow, create some magic.